Hello, Relentless family. Are you ready for your best self this week? You know me by now. I am Kenyatta, your host and the founder of Relentless Counseling. This is our favorite part of the week where we get to align to our best self, love ourselves unconditionally, walk in our purpose, and answer the call that is on our life. I know it has been a while. We didn't have an episode last week nor the week before. I had to take a slight sabbatical and you know that being relentless and finding our best self, sometimes we can come across barriers and bridges bridges and hit it face first. And for the past few weeks, I have hit those walls hard and had to recalibrate. So I am digging deep getting back to my relentless behavior, but I also had to take those few weeks to listen to my mind and spirit and surrender it all. So thanks for being there with me and allowing me this break, but we are back now and we are ready to be vulnerable with ourselves and work on those things in isolation, but now I'm back to work on it together with you. So now that we're back on track, we have a special episode today with not just one guest, but two guests. And we haven't had that in a while, not since season two. So we have two guests coming today, and I'm so honored that I'm able to call both of these people my friends. So please welcome Tiffany and Chansey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, friends. Guys, they have joined the Relentless family, and getting to know them shows me how important it is to be intentional on your journey to your best self. And they are doing just that in their day-to-day lives, pushing past their limits and taking not only themselves higher, but also their families and the community with them. So I'm going to give them a chance to introduce themselves to you so we can get started on this amazing topic that we're going to talk about. Chanty is a gentleman, so we are going to start with Tiffany. Well, thanks, Kenyatta. My name is Tiffany Whitaker. I am a mother to a three-year-old son. His name is SJ. Um, I'm also an oncology registered nurse of 13 years. I'm originally from Sacramento, California, but I moved to the Dallas uh, area in November to pursue a new business in financial services. Oh, thank you, Tiffany. Um, my name is Chancey Agayuri. Please mind my voice. Um, don't know what happened to it, but besides the point, um, former football player in the recent um attributes I've moved into the financial service industry. Um, father of three, have a son that's five, seven, 12 years old, named Aiden. A daughter that's a gangster, she's eight years old, and a one-year-old that's that's built like a tank named Zion. And um, just father, father of three, just trying to make it and uh, create generational wealth and get back to the community and um, spread the knowledge that I'm learning. Awesome. That is so awesome. Both of you guys are parents. You both are just doing great things in the community and in your fields. And here in Dallas with me, I told y'all, when I came to Dallas, I met a great group of people and these two are no different. I'm so glad to have them today. So we are going to get started, get relentless together, get down and dirty. And we're going to talk about this amazing topic that I'm about to tell you guys about. Okay, guys, today you are definitely going to need to grab your pen and paper and take notes because today we are talking about our alignment within our business. We are getting real and dirty with our professional life. We spend the majority of our adult life working, building a career and finding ways to make a living. And you know the saying, money makes the world go round. And I know I ain't got a lot of it. And I like to know 
what that looks like in my life as I align mentally, physically, and spiritually, and how do my business go into that? So today, as I introduce the topic, I am going to pose a question. Have you found your lane in your specific business or industry that is aligned with your best self? Every aspect of our lives matter, and this aspect is a journey we spend a lot of time on, and it matters, even mentally, physically, and spiritually, on how we do business. So we have Tiffany and Chanty here, so I'm going to ask some questions, and we're just going to have a conversation today. Is that all right with you guys? Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds good to me. All right, so Tiffany, how would you define your journey thus far in business? All right, Kenyatta, if I had to define it in one word, I would say empowering. Um, I, you know, come from a traditional uh, clock in, clock out, you know, nine to five. I'm currently in a clinic right now. So so nine to five, Monday through Friday uh, job. So entrepreneurship is pretty new to me. So I'm having to dig deep um, and grow as a person. Um and me being a single parent, a full-time, um, full-time nurse still, having to really dig deep and, and find uh, motivation and perseverance um, to pursue this new business. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm striving for financial freedom for not just myself, but for my, for my son um, and just kind of paving the way. I'm the oldest of, of four children. And um, so I'm just wanting to set, uh, set a new... I guess, precedent, um, goal, um, vision for my siblings, for my cousins and for my family and me kind of taking that upon myself and on my shoulders and, and just, and just growing has just been really empowering. Um, if I had to, you know, choose another word, I would, I'd probably also use the word healing. Um, recently being divorced, um, I've really had to just gather myself, um, and kind of create a new future, um, and new vision um, for, you know, what I thought it was going to be. Wow. Adulting is hard, right? Adulting is hard. It is the hood. It is. And, you know, when you look at it, uh, the responsibility of what we steward, you know, look at it from a spiritual standpoint, being the oldest of your family. Like, hey, I take it upon myself. You're breaking generational curses. You're breaking so many things as far as you say that healing and that empowering that it's not just a job of nine to five for you. It's okay, right? How can I make this work? Not just for myself, but be that backbone, be that strength for my family. Build that legacy where those after me can start building their business, that financial freedom that you talked about. Sure. That's amazing. Empowerment and healing and we never thought that that would actually go into our business and that's how important it is that we are aligning ourselves not just in one area but in all areas of our life oh definitely definitely agree with that uh yeah just so to piggyback off of what tiffany said um same thing for me is um transitioning so i currently work in a manufacturing business um with beauty cosmetics and no, I don't sell any of that at all. <clears throat> so please don't make fun, but I work in the manufacturing operations. So, uh, having dreams of trying to be rich and doing things for my family and setting, setting vacation and planning and dealing with managers that may not see you at the level that you need to be at is very difficult. So with entrepreneurship, it's something different for me, but it brings out the uh, 
competitive nature. So recently I had a had a, a bet that I lost. I'm going to own it. So but the competitive nature in the industry that we are, so like it brought me back to my old days of playing ball. So it's pretty good to be in that nature to expand yourself and see yourself in a different environment and reinvent yourself over and over again and bring that knowledge back to your kids and show them that. Awesome. And being able to, you know, sometimes we have to take a step back. Sometimes we get so caught up in the mundane and the routine, especially when we're working for someone else right. and their vision and their dream. And then we don't feel respected in what we want to do and what we add, whether we're seeing as an asset right. or a liability. And we know being this relentless nature and who we are, that we are an asset. <clears throat> and sometimes we don't see it until we start working into our own thing. Right, right. And as we continue to align and prioritize our lives in this ghetto of adulthood, we begin to adjust our thinking and we tend to identify and understand the struggle and finding balance between work, work life and personal life. I believe that struggle tends to come when our work life is not aligned with our values and our purpose in other areas of our life. The older I get and get more aligned with who I am, I have learned in my career, it's not just about the money for me, but about establishing value within the work that I do and developing my own lane in the business. Being able to just kind of expand and explore, what do I have to offer? Do I need to continue building someone else's vision or work on the vision that God has given me? And sometimes we get caught up in that because we get so caught up in the stability of working for corporate America, you know, your beauty um, manufacturing place. I know you don't sell the beauty products and, you know, <laughs> we're a nurse and working on oncology. We get so caught up. Like, okay. Well, this is what it's supposed to be. And what society say, this is how I'm supposed to be in this lane. And this is my lane. I need to stay in it. But what if there is something so much more out there for us? If we break that box, break that barrier is it really all about the money and stability or is it about something else that we value more, especially when we get into entrepreneurship? What are your thoughts on that? So there's definitely a freedom in entrepreneurship, right? You're creating your own brand. You're creating, you know, your own, you know, morals, values, principles, and, and inserting that into your business. Whereas when you're working for a large corporation or even a small corporation, you know, you're kind of following their mission, their vision, what, you know, whoever that founder was and what, you know, trajectory they wanted to take their business and not necessarily your own. Um, I would say even faith, right? Um, in a lot of uh, corporations and things like that, you're not, it, it's taboo to talk about your faith. So talking about God um, isn't something that you can just openly do. I would say even, you know, working in the oncology space, it's something that I want to talk about a lot with my patients. Um, but I have to allow them to open up that door before I could ever say anything. And in my business and for the particular um, firm that we, that I work with, um, it's actually encouraged to talk about God and talk about our faith and, and apply that to our everyday business. And I, I really, really appreciate that. Um, it's also uh, marriage friendly, um, family friendly. And so it's somewhere where you can bring your spouse along, bring your kids along, whereas, you know, uh, your regular nine to five, that that probably isn't the regular um, in, in anybody's job. Mm -hmm. 
Have you guys established your own lane in your careers? And how have you been able to maintain your lane without comparing yourself with someone else's? Uh, yeah, well, for me, being a former athlete is um, finding my niche. So back being, um, being in the league, like a lot of this information we don't know. And having all that money, you have a lot of people like cousins, aunties, baby mamas, girlfriends, all these people wanting your money. And when you have that money, like you have all this this, this entourage that you got to pay for. But as soon as the money runs out, it's like, are they really your friends? Or are they really with you? But how do you fund that money? Because playing in the league, it's, it's not guaranteed that you're going to be there forever. So your body is your temple. Your body is your, your office, your... Your, your resume, so if you can't maintain that for your family, how do you resonate your your money, your money to generate it for generations on? So for me, it's like just finding that niche and getting that word out there and helping my former teammates that are still in the league now and just, you know, building that brand and creating a different agency that, that aligns with the agency now that's faith-driven, faith family-driven, and um, just – just opening up the doors to that. Awesome, awesome. And Tiffany, how about you? What's your lane look like in your career, and how have you been able to maintain without comparing? So I would say, you know, in my in in my you know, nursing, taking care of people, clinical background to now financial services where I don't have much of a background at all, nor do I have any family who's been in this particular industry. Um, in fact, I'm a third generation nurse. So pretty much all my background is is clinical. So this is like a new uh, uncharted waters for my, my family. Now, fortunately, my best friend is the one who introduced this, uh, this industry to me. And her and her husband have been in it for quite some time and are very, very successful. So I would say when it comes to creating my own lane, um, you know, it, it could be, you know, maybe easy to compare um, us to or, you know, even to even to my, my mentor. But he always, Matt Zappala always says, um, don't compare your chapter one to my chapter 25. And I love that because he recognizes I'm not going to be where he's at. And he gives us grace and allows us to, to grow and to learn. And he, and he fosters that as well as, as well as my best friend, Sheena. So I, I sometimes get down on myself because they introduced this industry to me years ago. And I, and I just kept going with my nursing career, but Sheena always, always, you know, reminds me, Hey, it's, it's about timing. And it, it's absolutely right. It is about timing. So here I am, you know, I'm starting from, you know, what some might call, call the bottom, but that's okay with me. I'm okay with reinventing myself, but I'm also pulling from the things that I know my strengths are. So whether that is just from, you know, my up, my upbringing as the oldest child or the oldest cousin, um, and also my nursing background. So there's things, you know, I'm, I'm a nurse manager now, so I do have a leadership background. Um, I, and there's things that I know, I know how to assess. I know how to diagnose and I know how to implement um, and so those are things that I can then take into this financial industry. So just kind of seeing what I already have, what tools I already have in my bag, and then growing on top of that. Awesome. What is for you is going to be for you. And I think Tiffany just gave us all some really amazing nuggets there. 
because we got to stay in our lane and it is about timing. And sometimes we have to be go backwards, crawl before we walk and know that, you know, I want to get there when I get there. You can't be like Matt because you're not Matt. You're not Sheena. You're, you know, your best friend. You are Tiffany. And what's for Tiffany and what that vision is that's going to be for you at your time. And you may surpass Matt and Sheena. You might not. But what's for you is going to be at your success. And I think that's a beautiful sentiment to be like, you know what? I got to be in my own lane and not compare myself to anyone else, especially if I'm at chapter one and they're already at chapter 10 because their chapter one was probably just as hard as yours, if not harder. Oh, absolutely. We live in a competitive society and we know about it. Chancey has talked about it. And it is a war out there in the business market, whether you are working for a company or starting your own business. We all define success differently. But in order to reach success, one thing is universal, self-discipline. It is needed in every single area of our lives in order to reach our best self. So how do you develop and maintain self-discipline in your life? Uh, For me, you got to come up with a schedule. Like, you have to write down your goals, write down your vision, make sure you have a plan every single day. For me, I like I have a, a time frame when I wake up, work out, shower, eat, read, scripture, sleep, uh, and repeat every single thing throughout the day just so I'm maintaining and getting better and elevating because in the industry that I'm in now, it's... It's all about your work ethic. So it reminds me of playing ball. It's like, if I wanted to be the number one person or or starter, how do I develop myself outside of practice? So am I going to do the extra work or I'm just going to work when it's practice? So in order, you know, to be like Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, uh, LeBron and Shaq, all these great players that we know and adore and idolize, you know, they, they work outside of just practice. And so you have to be disciplined and, and make sure you're aligned with your goals and your vision. Make sure, you know, you give all your praise to the man above, first and foremost. And make sure you always remind yourself. Like today, I had a workout and I found out that I was um, a bigger guy than what I thought I was. 343 pounds. So um, it, it explains a lot because I was busting out my jeans and pants multiple times. So uh, it's, it's more of a reality check, like, you know what, it's time to get back in the gym and focus. So for me, it, it's, it's, it's gut checking time and, as you know, we say in the locker room, nut checking time. So it's time to t- tighten up and, for me, get my weight down. Once I get my weight down, my confidence level goes up, my business goes up. Um, I'm able to talk to people. I'm able to mentor people. I'm able to able to lead people because I mean I'm already a bigger dude and I'm easily to be approached. But now it's it's self confidence is the best confidence. Self love is the best love. So if you can't love yourself, how can you love somebody else? I like it. So holding yourself accountable. Absolutely. Being able to see what is no longer serving you and being able to okay, what is going to serve me better? Right. What image am I looking at myself? Who image am I imitating? Who, mm-hmm. what image do I look like? And we are all created image of God. 
Right. So if this things that I'm doing that, hey, this is not going in the way God is calling me to do, then all right, I got I gotta you call it nut checking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, gotta, I mean for you, you can't say that. Maybe but check yeah. those nuts or whatever. I don't know, but <laughs> but being able to really look at that, you know, you got those numbers, and they can be kind of like I know how that feels. Like God, this is really how it is. This is really what I look like. This is how I feel. It can be a drag. But being able to turn that around, right. be like, you know what? I can use this as my fuel versus mm. what's going to take away from me. This is part of that relentless journey, guys. This is part of getting to your best self. It is facing the things that we don't like about ourselves. That's how we're able to love ourselves deeper and more unconditional. So, Kenyatta, I would say, you know, self-discipline is is huge. And that's what I'm finding it's definitely exposing that um, in this journey into entrepreneurship. Uh, my mentor, Matt, says that we are all our own worst bosses. And that's because, you know, we're trained throughout life to work for someone, right? To clock in, to clock out, to follow instructions, um, to do things. So working for ourselves does require self-discipline. We've got to get ourselves out of the bed. You know, if you control your own schedule, yeah, you can wake up whenever it is that you want, but is that going to get you the results that you're looking for? Right. Just because we work for ourselves doesn't mean, okay, let's sleep, sleep into noon and we'll handle business later. Um, so definitely, um, self self-discipline is, is huge. Um, and I would say the biggest thing to me is getting rid of excuses. So I myself right now, I'm working full time. I'm working Monday through Friday, 40 hours. Um, as I mentioned, I'm a single parent to a toddler, um, you know, and, and some would say, you know, how do you have time to, to, to do these things? Right. And I get that asked I, all the time. But the thing is, is I get rid of those excuses and I sit down and I take a look at, you know, my, my calendar. Um, actually, a good friend um, told me to get out an Excel spreadsheet do your Sunday through Saturday and break it into 15 minute increments. And that's actually where you find your time. So um, you find you find your time slots. You actually have more time than you than you think you are. And then you also have to sacrifice and get rid of things. So one thing I don't I don't really watch TV. Um, I, I hang out with friends, but I tend to do it in a, in a productive way. Um, and then, you know, I don't really have any time for like romantic relationships and things like that, which, you know, it's a sacrifice that I'm, that I'm making right now. Um, but that's, that's what I do. So I get, I get rid of certain things, um, to make more time for my short time goals. I feel like if I put in this time now, I'm going to get that time back later. And essentially I do want to do entrepreneurship full time and I, I'm going to get my nine to five back. So it's, it's worth it. Um, other things that I do um, is I read books. Um, I, I, you know, I put them on audio because, again, time factor. Um, but it, it also helps me with mindset um, and just being more efficient with the time that I have. And then just following examples. Um, you know, I, I, I'm blessed to have my best friend and, and, and her husband as my mentors. And so I get to see on a day-to-day -day basis what millionaires are doing. Um, and so I, I try to kind of uh, follow suit on what it is that they do, you know, that they're not just mindlessly scrolling through social media. It's with intention. Um, when they do actually watch TV, it's usually documentaries of, of other successes. So they're just very intentional about their time. And so um, self-discipline and, and intention, intentionality, I think, go hand in hand. Definitely. And 
you know, self I can't talk. Self discipline <laughs> in the workforce varies in different ways, right? But in all of us that are on this that are on this episode today, we all work at a full time job and we also have our own business. And it can get hard at times to find okay, well, where do I do that? And I'm a big, big advocator for what I put in at my nine to five is the same thing I put in in my private practice, the same thing I put in in my podcast, what I do. It's the same, the same percentage I put in also in my time. Of There is no such thing. And I think Jeff Be- Bezos, Bezos what, how do you pronounce his name? The Amazon man. Um, <laughs> you know, he said this so clearly in an article or um, in an interview that he did that we need to stop trying to fight for um, balance. There is no such thing as work and life balance. Sometimes my work life is going to outride my personal life, giving up. Hey, you know what? I can't date right now. This is not the time for me to date right now. I don't know if I can ever say I'm going to get rid of movies because I value that very much. But there are times where, you know what? The TV stays off. I make sure that I have time to read. I'm very intentional of what I'm reading. What am I putting in my spirit? Even with the movies and stuff that I watch, I'm very intentional of what am I getting out of that? Where can I take that? How is that going to help me grow? And when we are intentional with our discipline and where we're at, we find ways to do things in our other aspects of our life. My mind, body, and spirit, they are all very equal to me. When one is off, the others are going to be off too. And that's why we have this platform, why I come and do this, because we want to be able to be that self-discipline in all areas. Fridays, that's my only day. Fridays are the only day I have off, and I am very intentional about that day. People will hear me say all the time, it's date Kenyatta Fridays, because that's what I do on Fridays. It is my time. I value that time. I protect that time, because that's what I have for me. But I put as much energy into that one day as I do on my full-time job, as I do in my private practice, as I do on the podcast. It all gets self-disciplined, and all is something that I have to be intentional about. Well, I love that you bring that up, Kenyatta, actually, because, you know, we do have to have fun, right? If we're doing all this work, we do have to put fun in there. And I think it's like you mentioned, you're just intentional about it. Fridays, that's your day. Watching movies, that's your time. You know, is it, is it, are we just vegging out, you know, never knowing, you know, we're just going to spend the whole weekend or is it, hey, I'm going to carve out this particular time for fun time and then take care of business during these other hours. And I would say in addition to that, and, you know, we, you've talked about like our friendship, you know, we just, you know, met not too long ago, but finding other like-minded individuals who are going to keep you accountable. Hey, you do have goals. So let's go have fun, but let's remember that you've got clients in the morning or Tiffany, you've got business or Chancey or whatever, you know, we've all gone out, we've gone salsa dancing, we've done all that, but it's been with intentionality, intentionality. And it's been with like-minded individuals who aren't going to let you just get blasted drunk so you're not productive the next day. Yes. And please do not let me ever get blasted drunk and I'm not productive. My mom would not be happy. Same. I don't know. Just remind me, I do have a three-year-old that I have to chase around the next day. And that, that's not fun. Not at all. And so we have to make sure that we are self-disciplined. Absolutely. I mean, just to piggyback on what both of y'all said, I mean... If you can't be self-disciplined, how, how can you grow your business? How can you evolve? How can you teach anybody? How can you reach out to anybody? You're just uh, you're just doing your regular nine to five. 
and then then you're gonna still be in your, your same place. You're not gonna reinvent yourself by doing the same thing. So in order for to you reaching your goals, you have to do something different. You have to get out your comfort zone. For me, I'm not the person that talks to people. If I don't know you, I'm not gonna to speak to you. My comfort zone is being quiet. Getting out of my comfort zone is hey, how you doing? Starting a conversation. Everybody likes to talk to me, but I don't like to talk to everybody. So now getting out of my comfort zone is like, okay, that's my intentionality of making a conversation with somebody. So even though I might be going through something, I like to see people smile. So if I could see someone smile, maybe hear whatever they have to, that they got going on in their life, I could expand on what they got going on, maybe provide an opportunity that they might be looking for without even knowing it. Just like, I mean, Tiffany said, our coaches, the only reason I got into this business is because me and Matt were talking trash during a football game that our sons were playing versus each other because of the competitive atmosphere. He said his son was, hey, if you score a touchdown, I'll take you to ice cream. I'm like, no, absolutely not. You're not going to score no touchdown on my son. So, I mean, just the, the back and forth right there, built that friendship, built that relationship. And, you know, two months later, here I am, expanding my mindset and reinventing myself. So, yeah, you have to be intentional with everything that you do. Yes. And you said something that I tell all our Relentless family all the time, getting out of your comfort zone. And believe me, I got to get out of my comfort zone because y'all know I am the introvert. And Tiffany and Chancey has really pushed me out of my comfort zone. I have a hilarious story that I'll tell y'all about later of how they push me out of my comfort zone. But we have to get out of that. We have to challenge ourselves. We can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. You stay stuck, you're never going to get to your best self. And why hide, Why keep yourself from your best self? There's so much greatness in you, so much amazingness that are, that is built that you're built of, that God has created. Get out of your own way. Whether that's in a new business, whether that is in a promotion, whatever that is for you and your success, just get out of your own way and be disciplined in it and watch how far you soar. All right. Now, I don't think any of us is working for free and we all have a goal in mind. We're not always just working for ourselves. We also work for our family, for our community and for a better life or lifestyle, whatever that looks like for you. I know that. I ain't making parallel moves no more. It got to go up or I just can't do it. Right. And whatever. The, and that's not always money wise either. That's in other aspects as well. But like we said earlier, the cliche or the saying is money makes the world go around. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing stopping. Bills still got to get paid. We're in a crazy economic situation right now. And I right. want my house. So I want to do things that is going to get me to that better place. And what does that look like? I, I don't want to struggle. I don't want to be living house poor and none of those things. So I'm trying to reach financial freedom. That is one of my goals, financial stability, not just for myself, but that I can retire my mom, retire my dad, make sure my sister, because my sister's in nursing school as well, making sure that she gets what she needs and don't have to worry and stress about anything. What is financial freedom and how do we establish and reach that goal? Uh, for me, I'll say not living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, there was a, funny, there was a statistic, 58% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. So how can you be financial free if you, 
you know, as soon as you get paid, you're broke. Mm -hmm. So your the money that you get put into your account is already being allocated to something else. So for me, financial freedom is like if a bill comes unexpected because, you know, life happens, potholes are real. Um, if you have rooms, um, I feel your pain. Uh, if you can't drive, that's on you. Um, <laughs> things are expensive now these days. I mean, gas used to be 99 cents. It's no longer that. It's just California prices. No offense, Tiffany. But uh, eggs are high. Milk is high. Everything is high. So, I mean, if you don't have that, you know, it's okay type of money, like, all right, cool. Whatever the amount is, it doesn't matter to me. That you're not really financial free. And just like you said, I mean, I want to retire my mom and my stepdad. I don't want to see my mom being the Walmart greeter when I go to Walmart. I want to have a chauffeur. I want to have a Maybach. I want to have shoes. I want to make sure my kids are in private schools. I, I want to have all the things that I didn't have as a kid growing up that my kids have and be able to, you know, give back to the community to expand on what the, you know, not being the government assistant, but actually being able to show people like this is something that you can do with your money and put it in a better vehicle, financial vehicle to benefit them. Being financially literate, being able to know why your credit score is important, why is it important to save, what is investments, right. what is the best way to invest your money, and things like that. What is this 70-30 rule? You know, all these different things that sometimes our community just don't know. Right, right. Like, I don't even know why we had economic class in school because none of this stuff was taught to us no. in school. But the wealthy and the rich, the 1%, they're taught these things. These things are passed down to them generation after generation. And financial freedom, I want to be able to pass that down to my next generation or the next generation that comes after me because I have no kids. So whatever that looks like, this is the legacy we want to leave in our community as well. Yeah, I would say financial freedom to me just means more control, right? More control over not just my finances, but just making certain choices. So where my paycheck doesn't define my my choices that I make in life. You know, as a mom, it's very important to me on where to raise my son, right? And I can't control that if I don't make the income that I need to make it to live in these certain places or to send him to the schools that I want to send him to or athletic programs or whatever opportunities it is that I want to open doors for him. Unfortunately, that's what money does. And so you need money to have some of that control. Um, and in order to get that control, we need to be financial literate, like you mentioned. Um, so we need to know what products are out there, what strategies are out there um, that the wealthy use. And we need to learn that for ourselves, but also pass that on from generations to come. It's not just about passing money on, but it's about passing that education, that financial literacy on. So in order to you know, go the direction of financial freedom, You've also got to make sure that you are putting your hard work in an industry that's going to pay you for it. So uh, the insurance industry is actually the most likely to make you a millionaire. So taking the hard work ethic that I have that I use towards my nursing career, which I love, I love being a nurse, but taking that same hard work, that same energy and putting it into an industry that's actually going to repay me back is going to 
allow me the income that I mentioned, you know, that's going to give me that control of, you know, um, where I send my son to school, where I live and, and those kind of things. But it also allows me to make an income that I'm going to be able to sow into the things that I believe in. Right. So sow into my community, um, you know, whether that's athletics, that's huge to me, whether that's in women empowerment, um, you know, whatever things that each, you know, mean something to all of us. If we don't have the money, we don't have the funds, what can we do about it? You know, what can we really do in the community? You know, there's a lot of um, talk about, well, I, you know, I don't, I don't care about being rich or, you know, connecting being rich or, or, you know, being wealthy with a negative tone. But the thing about it is, is if more positive people and more good people are the people who have that money, that's how we can make real change. Um, and that's something that I, that actually was a mindset change for me because I was that one, like, okay, let me just make some extra part-time income, you know, so that I can, you know, um, have some extra savings and, and things like that. But seeing these good people that I work for, work with and alongside on a day-to-day -day basis, these mentors that are pouring into me, who I know are, are good people to the core, has really changed my mindset. If we are the ones who actually have the money, we are the ones who have the control to take back some of these things that are going on in, in the world right now. Yes. And I know Chancey and I hear this passion. And so I know you guys hear that passion in Tiffany as well. But it's very important that we think about changing our mindset and thinking about it differently, that we have the power, we have the control. It's just us taking action. It's us putting in the work that's needed. Does it take some sacrifice? More than likely, yeah. yeah. But it's the sacrifice, and I don't even want to call it a sacrifice. I think we're calling it the wrong thing. It is an investment in yourself. You're investing your money back to yourself where it's going to work for you and not you working for them for the money mm -hmm. money is not money don't have no power we need to stop giving money this power it's the root of all evil no it's what we do with it it's the decisions that we make with our money it's what are we are we serving money i don't know about you i don't serve money i serve mm -hmm. god i know he is my supplier he is my source and money is this this, this gift if you want to call it a gift that our god has have day gave to me not gives me just to blow away but to steward of still working and working the kingdom, working what he wants me to do with it, whether I'm a billionaire or a thousandaire, whatever that looks like, I still have responsibility for that. And it is my job to steward it so God can make it grow. I have to put myself in the right places, talk to the right people, be around and connect to the right people that's also going to pour into me and plant those seeds. Like I say, I know I'm a therapist. It's not my job to water it. All I can do is plant the seed. It is your job to water. It's your job to water your financial freedom. It's your job to water what you learn, what you take in. Social media can be great. All these stories that we watch and listen for hours to hours, but it also can be detrimental to your goal and to your soul because it's not doing nothing for you. Those people got what they got. What are you doing for you? You may not be like Chansey and be the football player. You may not be like Tiffany and be the nurse the, in oncology or the, and, you know, in the financial industry. Whatever works for you, that's your lane. Stay in your lane and do what's for you, but you got to run it. No one can run it for you. Okay, so what advice would you guys give a young adult 
who is just starting their career journey, what will you tell them? For me, stay consistent. I mean, it's life. I mean, if you like roller coasters, you're going to go up, you're going to go down. But consistency is going to keep you going. I mean, you're not, it's, there's no game plan besides being consistent and relentless, pun intended, of what your values, your goals, and what you're trying to get to. And make sure you surround yourself with like-minded people to make sure that they can hold you accountable in what you need to do. Yeah, and I would say um, I would say have have faith in yourself, faith in God to go against the grain. Um, don't have an open mindset. Be be willing to learn new things, um, and and not listen to naysayers. Um, I think that's that's huge with our you know when you're young um, is being you know just able to be swayed by you know, your friends or your peers or, you know, even even uh, your parents or grandparents on, on some of the, maybe the mindsets or the things that they grew up with. But being, you know, confident in yourself to, to go against the grain. Um, I would also say, you know, find a mentor. Find somebody who's either living that life um, now, you know, whether that's making the income that you want to make or just living the lifestyle that you see yourself, what you think you want to be doing and find that person and be, be a student, be humble, be willing to learn from them. Um, and I would say that, uh, you know, uh, read books is, is a big thing. Um, reading books has really, really helped. I, I wasn't a big, book reader um until most recently you know getting into this this transition and it's it's really really um helped just for my personal growth and and development um and then my the biggest thing and and something that my dad gave to me was just um just being just get out of your comfort zone just you've got to be willing to get out of your comfort zone you will never grow or get to where you need to get um, with just staying in, in, in your comfort zone. So sometimes that, that requires you to, um, you know, stop talking to some family or friends, um, that allow you to stay in that, that zone of comfort. Um, there's, there's sometimes actions that you have to, to do in order to, to grow, um, and get out of what, what it is that, you know. Awesome. Awesome. I hope you guys are getting all those nuggets. I'm taking my notes. I hope you guys have taken your notes too. All right. As I mentioned earlier, we all have our own business and I would love for Chansey and Tiffany to share with you guys of how you guys can support their business, how you can get more information about what they do. So thank you so much, Kenyatta, for having, for having us on um, you know, this is my first time of being on a platform um, of this sort. So really, really appreciate it. Um, what I would say is, you know, if you found any value um, at all, or even just, you know, some mere curiosity, um, you know, to, you know, financial literacy or, you know, increasing your, you know, your chances for financial freedom or, you know, wanting to see what that might look like to you, no matter what career background you have right now. Um, please reach out. My uh, Instagram handle is um, at money smart nurse. 
Um, or you can look me up on Facebook as Tiffany Whitaker. That's W-H-I-T-A-K-E-R. Um, or even if you just want to take, uh, want me to take a look at your current um, uh, financial, you know, situation when it comes to um, life insurance, what it can do while you're living, um, and uh, retirement strategies. <clears throat> uh, same thing. Um, my Instagram name is C underscore A G H A Y E R E. 87. It's Agayeri. Yes, I'm a Nigerian. Uh, Facebook, it's Chansey Agayeri. Um, yeah, just um, please message me, DM me, uh, comment. Um, please, I'm, I'm the friendly Nigerian, the neighborhood Nigerian. Just reach out. Um, this, this industry is lovely. I like it. Um, we love it. It, it. It's something to tap in that all sorts of People from different industries are now evolving and getting into, and it's great networking. So please reach out. Chauncey, Chancy, sorry, I know I just messed it up in Come front on. of everyone across the Come whole on. world. I'm so sorry, Chancy. You know I love you. Love you too, big sister. And Tiffany. God, no. You guys are awesome. And it was such an honor and privilege to have you on the show. And best believe, fam, they will be back again to tackle other topics. Don't look at me like that, Chancy. You will be back. <laughs> what a Thursday, my favorite day of the week, and it is yours too. I know it. As always, thank you for joining us and make sure to share this with your friends, your family members, colleagues, and even a stranger. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating. Until next time, bye for now. Peace. Bye. Thank you for joining Relentless Thursdays. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Leave us your feedback and remember to subscribe to this podcast to never miss a moment in our relentless behavior to our best self. We can't wait till next week and all the weeks to come with our relentless behavior on Relentless Thursdays podcast. Talk to you soon.